0: the Walking in Purpose podcast, where we teach you how to discover your God-ordained purpose for your life and relationships, and I'm your host, Afoke Woonzuzu, so let's get down to it. Hello, everyone. How are you doing? It's been two weeks since you last heard from me. Did you guys miss hearing my voice, by the way? Um, Well, I hope you did, because I sure did miss miss speaking with you guys. And also, not sure if our beautiful listeners uh, got together for a meeting this weekend, because a few of you reached out to us to let us know the messages are encouraging you, blessing you, and that God is doing great things in your lives through this podcast ministry. So, fam, Bam! we are so glad to hear that. Like we thank God for you. And we pray that even as you journey together or as we journey together, that your continued growth will just keep opening doors of favor, blessings, miracles, healings, victories, and breakthroughs in your lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Can I get an amen? Amen. And thanks so much again to the wonderful people that reached out. And we would love to hear from more of you. So it's your turn challenge has been passed over to you please reach out to us if you haven't done so yet or even better leave us a review to let us know how our podcasts have blessed you as it will also help us you know grow on iTunes and by doing that it can help us uh, put this podcast in front of as many people that need to hear the word of God through this podcast platform and God bless you as you do so okay so moving on to our topic for today as you know, we have been on a series called Arise and Shine, and today's episode is the third part in that series, and I, I'd be speaking on um, the forms of darkness in our lives and how we can overcome this darkness. And if you're just joining us for the first time, then welcome. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So glad you could join us, but you may need to listen to part one and two to get caught up and understand our discussion in this series. Trust me, the episodes one and two in this series were so good, like, and I'm not just saying that because it's our podcast now fam, I'm saying so because the word of God is so good and it'll be good if you could check it out, but that's if you haven't checked it out already, okay? Okay. So, all right, just a quick recap before we continue from uh, part one of this uh, series. I shared with you that the light of God in you is your purpose because God wants you to shine in your purpose during your single season and also in your dating and marriage seasons, as well as many other seasons or any other seasons in your life. Okay, but even as your purpose is the light of God in you, and that purpose will shine as a light in the darkness, we first need to identify the forms of darkness in our lives that may be stopping our purpose, our lights to shine. So just to set the stage here, or the theme of the message, we still will be using from time to time, the kerosene lamp that shines light in the darkness, an illustration from part one in this series, to break things down for our understanding of the word. And so remember in part one, As we can see from this text, God wants your light to shine so bright before men that there are some things, but there are some things that may be stopping you currently from shining. And so I ask you this question, what may be stopping you from being great right now? What may be stopping your light from shining, from discovering or uncovering your purpose? What is that form of darkness in your life that needs to go for your light to shine? And it is important that we identify what the darkness is in your life, because in order for you to shine in your purpose, which is the light of God in you, it has to be separated from the darkness and anything that may signify the darkness. The darkness cannot outdo the light and they cannot coexist together. So we need to all shine, me, you, everyone. And how do we identify this darkness in our lives? We just have to arise, okay? We have to arise in order to identify this darkness in our lives. And arise means to get up, to stand up, to take action, to identify the darkness that needs to go. In Matthew 5, verse 15, it says, no one lights a lamp and puts it under a bed, meaning no one lights a lamp and deliberately hides it or covers it. Instead, you put it on a stand to shine. So what is that lid? That cover in your life that is covering your light. You need to take it off in order to shine the way God wants you to, okay? And the first thing I want to discuss that can cover our light is bad friends or wrong friends, okay? Like having bad friends around you can lead can lead you to sin, which can cover your light and push you away from God. Wrong or bad friends can also be a form of darkness in your life that may be stopping your light from shining right now. Hanging out with the wrong friends dims your light as well, dims your shine. You are a lion among sheep if you choose the crowd and do all the wrong things everybody is doing. How then will the wonderful things God has for your life manifest? Being in the crowd alone will dim your light because there is no room for you to shine. Wrong friends will have to go. Unprofitable relationships will need to go. If they take you away from God, they need to go. If those associations or friendships cause you to quarrel with other people, cause you to gossip, to be jealous, then they need to go because it is a friendship causing you to bear fruits of the flesh and dims the light of God in you, your purpose. You see, Galatians 5 verse 19 to 21 lists some of the fruits or acts of the flesh. It lists sexual immorality, such as adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lustful pleasures, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, quarreling, jealousy, fits of rage, or outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, and the list goes on. So separate yourself from bad friends and anything that is causing you to sin and bear bear any of the fruits of the flesh. They're all just different forms of sin. You gossip here, you gossip there maybe, and you're always in everybody's business. Come on, if that's you, that's not what God wants from you. Mind your business, okay? Because it is the only business that you don't need capital or you don't need money to start. It is free. So stop gossiping, okay? Mind your business and sit with God for your next steps in life. Because if you don't stop gossiping, you're going to wake up one day and realize those people you were talking about have gone so far ahead in in their life while you, you did nothing with yourself and just gossiped and never did anything with your own life. But God wants more for you, okay? God wants more for you. Proverbs 1824 says, A man of too many friends comes to ruin. But there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. So you need to separate yourself from gossiping and gossiping friends. And for me, I've had to pray over the years for God to remove any friend in my life that only chose to gossip because it was either they left or stayed, and then eventually turned me into a gossip as well. And also, if I joined them to gossip, they would also gossip about me to someone else. So, what is the point? okay? God wants to position friends around you that would push you towards him and your purpose in God because Proverbs 13 verse 20 says, he who walks with the wise men will be wise. So you need friends around you that make you wise, not friends that take you in the opposite direction from where God is. God, let's say for example, God is in the north, but your friends are taking you to the south. How will you ever get in touch with God to walk with him so he can walk you into your purpose? And how do you know it is a wrong association or a wrong friendship? It causes you to bear fruits of the flesh. That's it. If you're bearing fruits of the flesh in your relationships, in your friendships, it is not a good association, but a good one would make you bear fruits of the spirit and will push you to bear fruits of the spirit. And what are the fruits of the spirit? Galatians 5, verse 22 to 23 lists them. It says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace forbearance, I think that's like patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such, there is no law, okay? So come, come on. There's some wrong relationships or wrong friendships that need to be surrendered to God, especially if they're causing you to bear fruits of the flesh, okay? And the next thing I wanna share with you today is, or something that, that can be a form of darkness in your life is walking in the wrong purpose. Okay, walking in the wrong purpose can also be likened to walking in the, in the darkness because if you are meant to shine a light in the darkness, you may be dim in your light because you're trying to power, let's say, an electrical appliance like a fridge, a TV, when you were called to shine as a lamp or as a light bulb. Okay, you are called to shine, to burn flames just like a kerosene lamp, not just any purpose is yours. God has a specific purpose, a specific one for you. You see, when I had just started working in my purpose and God told me, he had called me to preach, God called me to ministry, okay? And on some days, I used to be like, why didn't you just give me a powerful voice like all these great musicians? Like, why preaching? You know, and God answered and he said, just because you preach and they sing doesn't make one better than the other, Both callings are great and God has gifted me with the best one for me, which is according to the purpose for which I was created, for the purpose according to which he created me to make an impact in this life. And if I chose to walk in another person's purpose or join someone else I felt had a better purpose and help them walk in their purpose, I won't be speaking with you today and sharing this word via this podcast. My being here speaking to you is me walking in my purpose, okay? And in Matthew 9, just to give you a few Bible examples of those that walked in their purpose. In Matthew 9, Jesus called Matthew from a life of being a tax collector to being a disciple. You know, if Matthew had remained a tax collector, then we probably wouldn't have a book named after him that details the life of Jesus in the Bible, that details the lives of Jesus' miracles and his time while on earth. Matthew would have missed that wonderful experience of walking with Jesus if he remained a tax collector. Also, Peter, another disciple of Christ, who was called from fishing to be a fisher of men, fisher of men onto the kingdom of God. These were men walking in their own purposes initially, not making an impact, just living ordinary lives. Their lives were hidden until they answered the call of God upon their lives and pursued their purpose to become fishers of men. You see, Peter and Matthew, they were called to be fishers of men, and likewise, there's also a calling over your life, but most of us don't know what it is. That's why we need to identify these things and take the necessary actions to arise in order to do the right things, which includes walking with God, and I would speak more of that in a few minutes here, but the last form of darkness I want to discuss with you today is this, sexual immorality, okay? And I really need you to listen to this one because it's very important. So sexual immorality is not the only sin, as we could see from Galatians 5, verse 19 to 21. But it is a big issue today with purity and dating relationships. You see, sex is a problem when done outside of marriage. That's why as a lady, before you get into a relationship, it must have a purpose, and more importantly, God's purpose. The purpose of a relationship can never be sex, no matter how much that person professes their love to you. And guys, when you get into a relationship, Please, you have to let that lady know the purpose of that relationship. It has to be God's purpose, not your purpose. It is never to have sex. You need to know and ask, is the purpose of the relationship going to lead you away from God and right into sin, or will it glorify God? No relationship is too important that it deems the light of God upon your life. If sin has to abound for a relationship to continue, then the relationship can wait okay, because it is purpose over pleasure all day, every day, okay, purpose over pleasure, purpose over sin. So no sin is ever too important or more important than your purpose. When you live your life, you live your life as a single on a mission, a mission with a purpose, a purpose given to you by God. And if friends want to pressure you and and say you have to have sex before marriage or some other form of sin, You let them know or you remind yourself that there is a calling upon your life and you've been given a purpose and that purpose is more important than any fruit of the flesh. Proverbs 14 verse uh, verse, uh, 34, it says, righteousness exalts a nation, but sin condemns any people. So if you want to keep shining, stay away from sin because it dims your light. Anger is also a form of sin. And if you are showing any of the acts of the flesh, sexual immorality, anger, and the likes of it, then you are walking in the darkness, not in the light of God. And you will need to confess these sins sins, and hand them over to God so that he can purify you. You see, when it's time for you to get into a relationship as a single, God desires for you to get into a relationship that will glorify him, a relationship that bears fruits of the spirit because because the people in it are bearing such fruits, such fruits of the spirit. Galatians five twenty two to 23 says again, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control of which again, against such things, there is no law. So love is not sex, ladies. If any guy says to you, prove to me, you love me by having sex with me, you let them know what love is by pointing them to what Jesus Christ did on the cross, okay? In John three sixteen it says, for God so loved the world that is you and me, that he gave a sacrificial giving and Jesus Christ already gave up his body and life for you. So you don't have to do all that by giving your body to prove, no, Jesus already paid that price. He did not pay it for nothing. So don't let any man hijack the light of God in you because of the fruits of the flesh. And for a guy to ask you, as a lady, to prove your love by having sex just clearly shows that you that, that they don't love you because love will defend or protect your body, not defile it. It says so in 1 Corinthians 13. This is why you need to walk with God and know his word so that you can stand firm against the different acts of the enemy to dim your light through sin. If you even find yourself in a situation with a guy that may, that may want to be in a relationship with you and he glorifies things of the flesh, then you need to run before they convert you into bearing such fruits as well. And now I wanna move on to those in relationships, those dating, but singles, please still still pay attention because it will also benefit you even though I'll be referencing those in dating relationships, okay? So if you're currently in a relationship, does your dating relationship glorify God? Or is it led by sin? If it is, God wants you out of there because sin has just completely covered your light, your purpose. Oh yeah, sis, bruv. Yeah, you may say, oh yeah, whatever. The sex is good, so I don't care. Okay, so the sex is good, right? Okay. Is it so good that it it is better than your wonderful, purposeful life? God's purpose for you isn't to have good sex, no. And then that's what your life is all about. On your last day when you're gone, Will people say, oh, she lived, she worked, she had good sex, the end? Or would they say she lived an exemplary life? Oh, she touched many lives. She was a great leader. He was a great leader. Oh, she changed her community and turned it around. Because of her, this city was able to solve a problem that no one could. Because of him, an invention that no one ever thought possible came through him, came through her. Oh, he lived a wonderful life. Oh, she lived life a wonderful life. So please tell me which one of those uh, two scenarios sounds better to you. Obviously the second one. But I would like to open your eyes to why you cannot afford not to walk in your purpose, why you cannot afford to keep living a life of sin. Do you know one of the ways to break generational curses is to walk in the purpose God has for you, not just any purpose? (laughs) Oh my goodness. Just let that one just Simmer down in your ears for a little bit. Let's just sit there for a second, okay? So yes. Walking in your purpose is how God is going to use you to break any and every generational curse in your family and the many other families assigned to you for your purpose, hallelujah. So walking in your purpose is also one of the ways to break these curses because when you walk in the purpose, AKA the assignment God has put in your hands and you walk with God, God clears every obstacles and any curse in your way. And how do I know that? Q Matthew 6, Matthew 6, 33, which reads, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. Meaning that when you choose to follow God, he follows you to ensure that anything in your way that may want to stop you from walking in your purpose is destroyed in order for you to succeed. So yes, when you walk in your purpose, any generational curse runs out through you, because God takes up your matter and gets rid of any problems, any issues in your life. That is why you cannot, I repeat, that is why you cannot afford not to walk in your purpose. Go check it out. The people suffering from generational curses right now are those not walking in their purpose or the purpose God has for them. And please don't get me wrong. There are many people doing great things in life right now. But at the same time, most of them will also tell you that they don't feel fulfilled. Why? Because someone, if not themselves, set them on a purpose that isn't theirs. That's why you need to walk in God's purpose for your life, because God cannot employ you into his labor field to work for him. And then you're suffering curses. What? No way. Of what benefit is that to God? Okay, so let's think about it. When you are employed to work in the best company, let's say, for example, to work for uh, an employer, they give you a salary that suits your experience and they also provide you with the best benefits to ensure you can have some health benefits to cater for yourself and any other related benefits, right? So when God gives you a purpose and has told you to walk in it, why then do you feel that he won't pay you and give you a tremendous benefits package? Come on. If an employer can give a good salary and benefits package, why will God not do much more? Come on fam, we cannot afford not to work in our purposes. God never owes any man. He will pay you and also pay your family because of you. With blessings, unimaginable, breaking generational curses left, right, center, you'll be like, what is happening? And these great and mighty things will happen because you, yes, you of all people, you, you decided to walk with God, discover your purpose and walk in it. And as you begin to walk with God, pursue him and walk in the purpose he has given you. He, that is God, will also pursue all your needs, including including all the problems in your life to destroy them. That's right. God doesn't just bless you, he also pursues your problems to destroy them. Isn't that amazing? So there are so many things, things you don't even know that will be attached to your purpose. So sis, bruv, we have to wake up. We have to uncover our lights because God can't wait to bless you. Because as the light of God shines through you, the effect of your life will be felt in your family as well. Your purpose will penetrate and break any form of generational curses that had formed a huge, thing, thick blanket of darkness in your family. Because your light will shine so bright as God has intended for it to do so through your purpose. Okay, so perhaps you are in a relationship right now, or even if you're not, and you feel like your future isn't certain, feels like you don't have purpose. It is most likely because sin has covered that purpose with darkness. But God is calling you to separate that darkness from your light. You seem to be confused currently in your relationship. It feels like you're walking in the darkness, but God wants you out of any relationship that may be causing you to sin. Okay, sex is never love. No matter how much you try to cover it or try to justify it, you have to separate yourself for the purpose God has planned for you because there are generational curses waiting to be broken by you, by your hands, not anybody else's, all from your place of purpose. See, you have been separated for a purpose. You've been called to stand out, to be outstanding. Yes, most dating relationships have sex, but also those those ones have a lot of confusion and drama going on. And again, your purpose isn't to live a life filled with drama and confusion, okay? 1 Corinthians 6 verse 18 says, flee from sexual immorality. All other sins a person commits are outside the body, but whoever sins sexually, Sins against your own body and your body is a temple of the Lord. so you're sinning against God. And this verse says, flee from sexual immorality, not tangle with sex, not live as one with it. No, flee. okay So if you are in a sinful dating relationship filled with so-called good sex, you need to flee. okay? You need to leave that relationship because the enemy is deceiving you and using sex to blind you from your purpose. Fam, fam! You cannot afford to keep to keep living in sin because you are the light of the world. And God has called you to arise and shine in this dark world. You have been called. There is a calling on your life to arise and shine. And that calling is a generational curse breaking purpose. Amen. God has called you to shine your light in this dark world to solve the darkness problem, to break generational curses, and open the open up the door for trans generational blessings in your life and countless many others, amen. So yes, God is happy with the fact that you are now aware of the greatness tied to your purpose and wants you to live your life with the understanding that your life or your light is your purpose, which carries solutions to solve the darkness problem and that you are a generational curse breaker as you begin to walk in your purpose. You see, I want you to do something for me right now. I want you to take a look at your hands right now. If you're driving and listening to this message, please keep your hands on the wheel, okay? This is not a Jesus take the wheel situation because you have to keep your hands on your vehicle's wheels, okay? All right, so for those not driving and listening, look at your hands for me, okay? Like seriously, look at them. And I'm also doing the same here. They may look bare. They may, look like, they may look all too familiar to you. You may have had those same hands all your life, but don't let over-familiarity make you overlook the fact that those hands you are looking at, they've been divinely created with solutions in them. There are solutions in your hands that God has called you to solve for a specific group of people. Yeah, God knows you may have made some mistakes in life with those same hands. Yes, he knows your background may not have been the best. Yes, he knows someone may have left or broke your heart. But God wants you to understand that the past mistakes, the absences, the hurts, or whatever may have happened in your life doesn't drive away or cancel the purposes God created you for. There are a group of people in this world living life in the dark. They are in a dark room waiting for your purpose to shine over them, to bring clarity, breakthrough, signs, wonders, miracles, all from the very hands you are looking at right now. Sis, bruv, there is a call upon your life. A call upon your life, that's why you cannot afford to keep living your life just anyhow and based on on your own principles and how you feel you should live your life. You've been called to arise and shine because your light has come right now, not tomorrow, not next week, not when you get married, right now. So partner with God and walk with God. Have an intentional relationship with him, not just being a Christian. That's not what I mean. You need to walk with God to gain access to your generational curse breaking purpose and also your transgenerational blessing purpose. OK, a blessing type purpose, because he is the giver of that light giving purpose. And as you walk with God, he begins to show you who he has called you to be, who he created you to be. Remember, remember from our anchor scripture, oh, my speech is all slurred up now. Remember from our anchor scripture from Matthew 5, verse 15, it says, neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bow. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. So now we establish that the light of God in is your purpose. And we also talked about separating the light from the darkness in order for you to shine. So you need to remove your lamp from under the bowl and that obscure place in order for you to shine. So when you begin walking with God, you've dealt with sin by accepting Jesus as your, as your Lord and Savior, and you're having an intentional an intentional walk with God, you begin to discover who you are and the purpose of God for you. You also have to understand that now you've removed your lamp from under the bowl, there is a stand, okay, a lamp stand where you need to place your lamp to give light to everyone in the house, to give light to everyone around you so that your light can shine so bright before men to solve the darkness problem okay? There is a stand that God has created for you and your calling. You need to stand there to stand out and shine. That's why you can't follow the crowd. No. God has called you to stand out so you can be outstanding in life. In life, stand out. In relationships, stand out. Don't follow the crowd to sin in your relationship. Be outstanding because that's who God has called you to be. When you are in right standing with God, you stand out for an outstanding life, bearing fruits of the Spirit for the world to see and glorify God. And as you walk with God, please understand it is a process. You won't just walk with God today and reach the end of your purpose tomorrow. No, you have to grow in your walk with God. The relationship has to mature and and the more you grow and mature, God gives you more to handle. Galatians 4 verse 1 to 2 says, Now, what I am saying is that as long as an heir is is underage, he is no different from a slave, although he owns the whole estate. The the heir is subject to guardians and trustees until the time set by his father. So you won't obtain the whole estate, the full extent of your purpose immediately. You walk with God. You have to grow in your walk with God because undergoing that process, Okay, God equips you with everything you would need to inherit that whole estate. So yes, your purpose is to solve a need. Your purpose is a light to solve the darkness problem, to break generational curses in your family and and also turn your family into a, a transgenerational blessing or blessed family. That's why you need to understand that you were created for a purpose and walk with God to discover that purpose. Because if you're currently you not know, walking in your purpose, then there is a stand that is waiting empty, waiting for you to accept the call upon your life, so that you can place yourself on that stand to stand out for your light to shine. There is a stand waiting for your lamp to so shine forth before men, but it is currently sitting empty if you haven't discovered your purpose. So will you arise and take action to shine? Your purpose is a light of God, and the light that God has given to you. to shine on this dark world. But when you choose to partner with God and grow into your purpose, that is when you begin to arise. But when you walk in your purpose, you are actively walking in it, providing solutions to problems, problems of the people God has called you to serve. That is you shining light in the dark breaking generational curses and turning your family into a transgenerational blessing as well as helping the many families that have been assigned to you to also become transgenerational blessings as well okay even me standing here right now this is me walking my purpose shining my light through this through this dynamic word so that you can also go on to shine the way God has called you to and for the people he has called you to And I learned how to start walking in my purpose during my single season. And when I surrendered my will to God, of which I have to keep surrendering each day because life tries to knock you down, but a continuous surrender and walk with God ensures that I stay standing on the solid rock. But it doesn't matter what season of your life you're in right now. It is never too late to partner with God to uncover your purpose and to start walking in your purpose. God has called you to arise and shine. And as I close tonight, I pray that you will partner with God because he wants to partner with you. And he also can't wait to turn you into a transgenerational blessing and a generational curse breaker with your purpose. Okay, so walk with God so he can introduce you to this magnificent and great purpose because it will be an introduction to who God truly created you and has called you to be. God bless you so much. So so much. And I look forward to hearing of the great testimonies that will birth from your life because you chose greatness, which is to walk with God. We love you guys. Thanks for rocking with us, and God bless you. We'll see you next week. God bless you. And I'm sure this message has blessed you as much as it has blessed me. Please like, subscribe, share, leave a comment to let me know how you've been blessed by this message. Or if you would like to email us, you can do so by writing to us at info at walkinginpurpose.ca. Also, don't forget to follow our page on Instagram at Walking in Purpose Podcast and also share with as many as the Holy Spirit leads you to share with. God bless you and I'll see you next week.